another 11 Mile Sessions Live. Happy New Year, everyone. Hopefully you had a good one. And if you're listening or watching, I'm, it means you made it through safe and sound, so I'm glad to see and hear that. <laughs> anyway, as always, we've got a lot of great videos to play for you. Bands are going to be playing this weekend. And coming up at 7 o'clock, we have Galaxy Coney Island doing a live performance for you. So stick around for that. Right now, we got some uh, really cool rock bands that are going to be playing at the Corktown Tavern on Michigan Avenue tomorrow night. Doors at 8. And it's going to be Unusual Mindset, Bastion, and Nuke and the Night Shift. So why don't we start out with Nuke and the Night Shift. And this is a video called We Got It Right. Song's called Another War.
All right. That was Unusual Mindset with Another War. Before that, Nuke and the Night Shift, we got it right. Again, playing along with another band called Bastion. That is tomorrow night at the Corktown Tavern, Doors at 8. Right now, we're going to play some singer-songwriters. Uh, these four artists are going to be playing the Triple Goddess Tasting Room. That's in Ypsilanti. been seeing that uh, venue come up a lot lately when it comes to that kind of music. So if you're into that, you might want to check it out. Uh, this gentleman, I don't know exactly how to pronounce his last name, but you'll see it on the screen. So I'm going to attempt it, and I apologize if I get it wrong. His first name is Wolf, as in the animal, and Tishkowski, or Tishkowski. Anyway, this is a video called Sail Into the Wind. So Dan is going to accompany me on another one. I am so fortunate. Damn. Fortunate to be playing on these wonderful songs. Well, uh, thank you, you for having me. so good. Are you kidding? I'm honored. <laughs> okay. Um, well, just a long time ago, kind of one of those that just insistently falls out of you quickly, and then you're like, wow, what just happened? And uh, I, I, I always wanted to sail, and I never had. I even took those Coast Guard sailing courses, you know, but it's all book learning and Afterwards, I never found anybody that had a sailboat or anything. And a couple of years ago, actually, I finally got onto my first real sailboat up in uh, uh, Traverse Bay on one of these big catamarans. Wow! <laughs> and I got so drunk. <laughs> and I don't drink, so you figure it out. It took two, and when I got on the dock, it was like I was still on the boat. There were a few witnesses, so if you don't believe me, you can just talk to them. They had to hold me up. And then, of course, as I was singing this song over time, I realized it's not really a song about sailing, per se, at all. It's called Sailing to the Wind. Uh, the choruses come after every verse. There's, they go around two times. The first two times, it's Sailing to the Wind, so it'd be like... Sailing to the wind Sailing to the wind And if you guys want to chime in on that, please do. I'd love to hear it. And then the last time, works the same way, but instead of sail into the wind, it's sail upon the wind. It goes like this. by the albatross and I'll cut the waves like steel My bow is low, the spray is high and I've got a sturdy gear Turn my back to land and lords and I'll cut the waves like steel as I sail into the Of mine is all 
sky. Our sails are full, the wind is strong, and it teaches me to fly. Rigging sings a song to me that no one else can hear. Slip between the silver curls, her laughter fills my ears as I sail into the wind, sail into the wind, the only time I ever have to truly let it go, the sails are bright as they catch the light, out there. Aunt Capperty, making another one of them songs sound a whole lot better.
snowflake is different. Stuart Benbow there, live at the Trinity House in Livonia. Um, I believe that was recorded, um, let me see if I got my notes, uh, on December 5th of this past year, just right before Christmas time. Before that, Lily McPhee, and that was a track called When You're Gone. That was actually a Cranberries cover. The Cranberries, of course, being uh, all faves from the 90s. Uh, Jackie Pappas before that would Taste the Stars. And we started off with Wolf Tuskowski. Hopefully I'm saying that right, Sail into the Wind. All four playing the Triple Goddess, excuse me, Tasting Room in Ypsilanti. Anyway, let's uh, 
turn it up a few notches. Let's get really hard and heavy. Uh, we got Jesus wept, throne, and I don't know if it's deceed, D-E-C-E-D-E. That is what is on the website, but I'm, I have a feeling it might be diocide because that would make sense to play with these other bands. But the headliner is more to skull, and they've been around doing the really heavy metal stuff for uh, since the early 90s. And uh, I got to um, interview the lead singer and uh, guitarist, uh, Dave Gregor, a few years back over at Henry Ford College Radio, WHFR. Real nice guy. Anyway, all four of these bands playing the Sanctuary. Um, that is tomorrow, Doors at 7. And we're going to start out with Jesus Wept. And this is a track called, ready? Comfortably Dumb.
All right, Mortis Gold, we rise, we fall. Before that throne with Beyond Malice, and Jesus Webb with Comfortably Dumb. Playing with Diocide, I think that's the right name of the band. Again, I'm going by the internet, so I'm not sure if Deceit is a new band or what it is, but Sanctuary, tomorrow at 7 in Hamtramck. Going to do three bands that are going to be playing Parts and Labor in Melvindale, Saturday at 8, and it's going to be Disturbio Social. EKG and the formal nightmare, uh, also with stacked deck. So we're going to start out with the um, Disturbio Social 313. This is a song I don't know what the title is, but it's live at Smalls on November 11th of uh, 22, rather. So let's do that.
with Precious Moments. Before that, EKG recorded live at Spread Art. And before that, Disturbio Social 313 recorded live at Smalls. All three of those bands playing with Stacked Deck at Parts and Labor in Melvindale Saturday. Doors at 8. All right, we're going to finish off with three videos. These uh, folks are going to be playing the Lager House in Corktown. Doors at 8, that's Saturday coming up. Uh, Nina Sophia, formerly of Nina and the Buffalo Riders. Jackson and the Bull Sharks, one of my favorites. And Hung Up. So we're going to start off with Nina Sophia with a video called Ansra, O-N-S-R-A. Jackson and the Bull Sharks with Reno. Hung Up with Spencer Street. And that's going to take us to 7 o'clock approximately. And then I'm going to go next door. And we'll have a live band performance from... Galaxy Coney Island. So let's start out with Nina Sophia and Ansra. Look around, make sure he's worth Just on men to be 
where all of your regrets float. I wish I knew how to pretend, baby, only a moment, but I already know. Yes, I already know Silly, silly me Yes, I already know It is in me
It's a little bit after 7 o'clock. We're running a tad bit late. Great way to start off the new year. But anyway, it's all good. We're going to have fun for the next hour. I have in the studio with me the band Galaxy Coney Island. How you doing, folks? Good. <laughs> I can tell you're going to be a big talker. We'll, we'll work on that. <laughs> all right. Just want to remind you, make sure you speak close to the microphone so everybody can hear what you have to say. Anyway, why don't we start off with something? What would you like to begin with? Uh, this song's called In a Dream.
All right. So, as we always do at the beginning of the show, if you uh, don't mind, we'll go around the room and you can introduce yourselves real quick, starting with you. Uh, my name's Matthew Teardrop, and I play guitar. <laughs> I'm Sean. I'm Lumen. All right. So, I wanted to ask you, I know when I first started... Um, you know, contact with you uh, several years ago. I started booking you at the Hamtramck Music Fest, and you were just simply going um, under Matthew Teardrop. And uh, that was, of course, a solo act. And I just wanted to ask you, is this something that you would say is um, expanding on what you were doing already, or is this something totally new? Uh, I guess it's a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm, I moved here from Los Angeles a, a couple of years ago because... We got kind of priced out of living out there. Oh, really? <laughs> it's not expensive to live in California, is it? Uh, it's a little bit. <laughs> but, and, uh, Whereabouts so did you live? I lived in Los Angeles. Really? Yeah. L.A. proper? Yeah. Oh, okay. Right, right next to the Hollywood sign. Oh, wow. So you're that guy I've seen in those pictures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I came here, and I, I didn't really know what to do, but so I just started playing acoustic, and... Mm-hmm. It was all right, but was, you know, I had a band there, and I was used to playing in a band, and I I started playing acoustic, and it's eh, it's okay, but I like playing in a band, and uh, I don't know. So were I you already were you already doing Matthew Teardrop in L.A. or? Yeah, well, I had I had a different band called Manhattan Murder Mystery, and oh, interesting. I've just always been Matthew Teardrop as kind of my name your stage name yeah, yeah. how you yeah. go no matter how you perform okay yeah uh when did you meet sean and lumen here well i i knew sean where, where did you live san francisco or something I, I also moved here from california okay from oakland california yeah ah i know my my roommate keeps saying i want to move to san francisco it says yeah well we got to win the lotto first don't yeah. we <laughs> it's it's tough for sure. Yep. <laughs> you know, we knew each other from touring around and playing shows and stuff in, mm-hmm. in California, and then we both ended up here. So, hmm. interesting. So jamming together. And it wasn't planned, of course, right? You you just happened to somehow both move up to I think Detroit. We were, both, we were both the only people that we really knew here. Yeah. <laughs> right, but I'm saying you didn't move together to oh, no. Detroit, oh, no. the Detroit area, or for the same reason. Yeah. It just happened to be one of those happy coincidences. Yeah. Okay. And you, Lumen? How did you meet these two uh, hooligans? <laughs> uh, well, Matt was looking for some people to make a music music video for mm-hmm. NPR. Okay. And um, uh, a tiny desk. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I just thought it was interesting, and mm-hmm. yeah, that's kind of how we got started. I was just playing acoustic, and then I kind of got sick of it for a while, and mm-hmm. just wasn't doing anything at all. Then, like you know, I was at work. I drive a forklift for like 16 hours a day. Wow. And, and I saw the advertisement for Tiny Desk. And I've done a Tiny Desk video a couple of years ago. And mm-hmm. I don't think the people who do the contest even watched it or anything. Maybe I, I don't think I submitted it right. Mm. <laughs> but, like, you know, I was just like, I was, I was like, yeah, that's stupid. But then I saw the contest come up and I was at work. And, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes at work you get a lot of time to think, you know. Yeah. Cause, and uh, I was like, so it got in my head. I was like, you know what? I should do a Tiny Desk concert and get, like, all these get strings and horns and mm-hmm. you know the whole ship and do do a huge thing that they can and maybe they thought someone thought of this joke before but i, I bought like a little tiny t- doll desk okay like, but i don't know 
Anyway, I was like, I couldn't find any. I was having hard. I couldn't find trumpets and strings and stuff. But then, all all I found was a drummer, and we started playing. And that's, we, and we never looked back, and we didn't make the video either. But. Yeah. <laughs> but Still to come. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Maybe someday. Okay. What would you like to play for us now? Uh, this song's called "I Always Think About Dying."
So, a happy song for us, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what made you come up with that song? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I guess thinking about dying. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all think about that, I guess. Well, there was, I, I used to, when I, well, I used to work at a, at a Borders Books overnight, like overnight shift stocking books. And mm-hmm. mostly I just read books overnight when I was supposed to be stocking. I just hide in the back, but I read these books called a boy was a boy called it or something and oh my god you know that book (laughs) i'm not familiar it was just about this kid who like you know his parents really hated his guts (laughs) and they gave him a real hard time and they kept him in the closet and fed him dog food and wow it's it's what was the genre of that book it was like a biography he wrote um it's a, kind of, a fictional biography or a real one? Oh, he he overcame it in the end. He was he didn't write it as because it was still happening to him or anything. He he became he became a great author and I think it's a pretty successful book. It was in Borders and everything. So so it was a somewhat true story then. Yeah, true story, kind of motivational. Yeah, he was on Oprah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was his book one of his book like yeah, recommended it was by her? It was Oprah's book. Oh, okay. Interesting. It's real it's a really short book too, so it's easy to read mm. if you're at work. <laughs> but it inspired you to write that song, huh? Yeah. Uh what normally gives you inspiration? Is there uh anything particular or just whatever comes to mind or Oh, just whatever. You know, life is tough. Uh, I drive a forklift sixteen hours a day, it sucks. And, you know, write songs about it and that's got to be mind-numbing, just doing that all day. Oh, yeah. I, I kind of like it a little bit. As far as jobs go, it's fun. It's like, you know, driving bumper cars, but <laughs> there's, there's a lot of stuff I'd So every be. once in a while you do skids or wheelies when nobody's looking? <laughs> oh, sure, yeah. There's, <laughs> there's definitely some things I'd rather be doing, but yeah, you get a lot of time to just sit there and, you know, see what pops into your head, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um, what was I going to ask? Oh, um, as far as the trumpets and all that, um, is that just something that you obtained a recording of, or is that something you actually performed yourself? Or uh, I think Matt had a recording of the song with some different people that were recording oh, yeah. uh, virtually from different places, and they kind of all added it together. So we just thought we would see if we can get the isolated trumpets in, in place mm-hmm. and on the sampler. Yeah, I recorded that song like right before I moved to Detroit and I hadn't ever played it live or anything but mm-hmm. it has trumpet on the little recording and we we wanted to play it and I was kind of thinking I had a saxophone player who's going to play with us but she or she wasn't going to play with us but I was like hoping that would happen and nothing mm-hmm. was coming I remember I put a little keyboard out and I was trying to see if I could play that little part with like my shoe or something at the mm-hmm. same time and mm-hmm. nothing worked then uh, I think maybe Sean thought he was, he was like, I could put it through a pedal or something and do mm-hmm. it that way. So, Okay. But it's still uh, somebody you recorded with and somebody you knew personally. Yeah. As opposed to just, to, you know, obtaining a sample of some sort or, you know, something uh, like that. Oh, yeah. That was a real trumpet recording that a, a close, that a personal friend I've met in real life. Okay. Her name's, her name's Dana. She lives in Los Angeles. She's a great trumpet player and. Good, good friend. Cool. 
All right, what do we have for uh, us now? Uh, this song's called uh, Hard As I Love You.
right, once again, Galaxy Coney Island here on 11 Mile Sessions Live. So, for our viewers, um, is there any place we can uh, get these songs that you're performing tonight? Uh, no. <laughs> no. no well, <laughs> well, we have we have an Instagram, you know, Galaxy Coney Island, and uh, you know, we're just kind of getting started here. Mm-hmm. Our, uh, our, do we have? Uh, we're gonna have some songs up hopefully in the next very soon. We'll we'll have everything up. But if if you want to keep up with everything that's going on and with us from day to day we have galaxy coney island instagram mm-hmm. make sure make sure if you if you look for us don't you know if you're looking for us the address is if you find the address for galaxy coney island that's the restaurant not our house so, <laughs> so don't don't go there unless you want a delicious coney dog mm. i'm glad we're gonna record a demo soon Okay. Yeah. All right. And then that'll be available digitally? Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Or maybe we'll make some tapes and just mm-hmm. try to go hand them out to people and get some gigs and stuff. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We're, we're playing. We have a show March 22nd at, uh, at Old Miami. Yeah. Ah, very nice place so over on Cass Avenue. Yeah, that's the next thing we have, mm-hmm. you know, planned for sure. Do you know what night of the week that is by any chance? I or? think it's a Saturday. A Saturday? It's Maybe a, a Friday. What's the other bands that are playing? Do you, you know? Oh, uh, that's to soon to be announced. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So so far we have Galaxy Coney Island. That's uh, March twenty second. I'm trying to think. Um, yeah, you're right. That's a Friday. I can tell you that right now. Wow. I, had to, I had to think about it for a second. <laughs> you know just that in your head? Uh, because I book so many things. Uh, yeah. I, I thought you were like Rain Man. Oh no, <laughs> no. I'm the exact opposite. <laughs> I mean, you, you asked me what I had for lunch yesterday, and I can't tell you, but, yeah. What, what did you have for lunch yesterday? <laughs> you know what? I <laughs> don't remember, yeah, but... You weren't kidding around then. <laughs> no, like I said, if, if I ever have a problem figuring out a date, I always know the dates on Thursday because I book the show every week. So all I got to do is the math a couple days, you know, forward or back, and I can figure it out. Yeah, maybe you need to start having specific lunches on specific days, then you'll, <laughs> then you'll be able to know what you had for lunch that day, too. Yeah. Well, to, you know, to be, uh, defend myself, I'm not a routine kind of person, so I can't tell you what I'm going to eat in the next four or five days. You know, I'll call me when I'm actually eating, and I can tell you what it is. <laughs> <laughs> but again, you know, all my memory and all my concentration is on scheduling things. That's all I do all the time. Um, I've gotten to the point now where I'm doing it seven days a week, uh, morning, afternoon, night. Sometimes even after I go to bed, people text me or whatever, and I'm answering them at one thirty in the morning. So, <laughs> do you do you book all, all those festivals? Do you do hundred percent you or, or the Corktown Music Festivals? I book a hundred percent me. Wow. That's all me. There's all, always so many bands on the poster. There must be a lot to. Yeah, the last one for Girls Rock Detroit that was almost one hundred bands. Wow. And I do those like two or three times a year, plus this every single week, plus little odds and ends. And now I'm booking Corktown Tavern. So. <laughs> well, you're doing a great job. Thank you. I appreciate it. It keeps me busy. It keeps me out of trouble, off the streets, and out of jail. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, they don't have to put those posters up at the, at the post office anymore, you know? <laughs> Wanted. <laughs> I'm only wanted in four states now instead oh, of 17. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, you're definitely wanted in this state because you're doing a great job. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. All right, um, let's get to another one. What do you have for us? Uh, this this one's called uh, this one is called uh, Roadkill, right?
So getting back to the name, uh, where did it come from? Did it actually come from a favorite place to eat? Uh, yeah, there's, there's like a, a restaurant near my house called Galaxy Coney Island. And I remember when I first, when I first moved here, I was, all these like Coney Island restaurants, I was like, what in the world kind of, there was like a Hollywood Coney Island and like New York Coney. I was like, what is going on? I know Coney Island and mm-hmm. I don't understand how all these words like mixed together. Mm-hmm. And that, but then I found, I've, I've found out a little more about it later. Mm-hmm. I've been to a couple, but Galaxy Coney Island was just one by my house and I really liked the uh, ring. I thought the name had a real ring to it. Mm-hmm. So it's always stuck in my head to, you know, use it for something. And now now we've reused it for a band and we're named after the restaurant. So I, I, I have no idea. So I'm going to ask, like in California, do you have any idea of what a Coney Island is? Do they no. have anything resembling it or even close? No. Well, no. in L.A. they have a lot of places like that that have like a similar idea, but they also have like tacos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Burgers, but they're not called Coney Island. Right. Yeah. It, it is kind of a trademark for Detroit. It is. Have you ever been to the two main ones downtown on Michigan Avenue? Oh, I don't, I don't know what the main ones are. Um, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Help me out, Alan. The, the one is Lafayette and American. Oh, Lafayette they're, and American. They're, they're actually next door to each yeah, other. The original two. Yeah, that's oh. where it all started, and that was well over 100 years why ago. Is, why is it called Coney Island? Um. Why is it called Coney Island? But why? I here De- it why here in Detroit and why a hot dog place? Like, just um, why? <laughs> from what yeah, this is where all the New Yorkers transplanted to. Oh, okay. Yeah, in, in the 1900s. Okay. Well, if I remember correctly, it was mm. one of the two. Um, a customer ordered it kind of uh, odd. You know, somebody had not ordered a hot dog that way before. But he would come in, and he was a regular, and that's how he wanted it. So they decided, you know what? If he keeps ordering this, we might as well put this on the menu. And that's what I remember reading. And it, it is something really specific. You know, it's the type of um, chili that they put on it, the onions, oh, the yeah. mustard. So it's kind of similar to Detroit-style pizza, which, of mm. course, they are imitating everywhere in the country now. But we're the ones that actually started with Buddy's Pizza as well. Oh, yeah. So yeah, there's a different, lo- uh, but uh, I want to ask you then, uh, how oh. would you, how do you order a Coney Island if you want one? Well, geez, you know, you know, I'm, I don't, I don't love mustard. Which or is like, fine. I That's don't, cool. I don't really like relish. Mm-hmm. So and you don't eat meat, right? yeah. so you don't so eat anything on the Coney. So you're the wrong one to ask. Go away. <laughs> well, you know, I'm glad, I'm glad they exist. Uh, they're just not for me, right? How about you, Sean? Uh, I'm, I'll will get a Coney dog. I'm I'm more I'm I'm more of a burger type of person. Okay. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna splurge. Okay. I mean, no offense. I'm not. No offense taken. It's just it's it, not everybody likes it, but it does have a history here. For again, I think it was created supposedly like well over a hundred years ago. I mean, we're talking like 1906 or seven wow. or something like that. The big debate is between the New York style and the Detroit style. Mm-hmm. Right. So like the Detroit has our like mustard, onions and, and chili sauce. But you can't order it that way in New York because they'll make fun of you. You say, are you from Detroit? What, what do they put on it? it it's ketchup and chili oh, for okay. the New York style. Yeah. I wonder if you go to New York and like keep ordering like a hot dog with the Coney dog. 
ingredients. ingredients. What are they calling it? What are they going to call it there? Like the Detroit dog or something? They're just going to call you a pain in the ass. Uh, I think is what it is. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to look at you. Oh, you're from Detroit. <laughs> what about you? You like them, or would you order them a certain way? Well, I'm from here, so okay. I heavy everything for me. <laughs> okay, just pile it on. Yeah. I'm gonna need yeah. a fork and knife for this. Yeah. So I can't I even. I can't eat it with my hands. No, mm. it's gotta be. You cut it, and you always get three, and it's just. Oh yeah. Yeah. Then it just becomes a plate with a bunch of bites on it. Yeah. That's me too. That's me too. I, I gave up many years ago trying to eat it by hand. It just you just can't do it if you, if it's made right. <laughs> All right, but um, you happen to like that place, Galaxy Coney Island, so you must oh. have liked something there, right? Oh, yeah, this is a great place, and everyone should support the business. Mm-hmm. Okay. If, if you love Coney dogs, you can certainly get one there. And if there's something up, if you're craving some other kind of snacks, oh, they got a little bit of everything. <laughs> All right, well, enough of that, I guess. Let's get to another song. What do you have for us? Uh, this one's called Creation Lake.
Sorry, what was that called again? Oh, that song's called Creation Lake. Creation Lake. Where did that title come from? Um, well, it's a song my uh, it's a song my friend, uh, my friend, my friend Tim wrote, and he's in, you know, one of my favorite bands called The Movies, and I was, they're not to, they haven't been together for like a over like 12, 15 years, mm-hmm. but I was trying to figure it out, just like how to play it by, you know, just drumming some chords, and I think I got it. Mm-hmm. Then I listened to it and it's like it's nothing like that. But what I I like what I came up with, and it's like totally different. And yeah, so I just kind of started playing it like that. And okay. That's the, that's the only cover we have. It's kind of half cover, I guess. Okay, taken from something that's already been you know done by you said the movies. Is that what they were called? Yeah, it was Los Angeles and Virginia okay. Band. And mm-hmm. Okay. Great, great bunch of guys. So I wanted to ask you, uh, you got a nice guitar there, a Gretsch, huh? Oh, yeah. Um, Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm guessing you've had that a while, haven't you? Uh, Well, this one's kind of new, but, or it's not that new, but. It's pretty new. Yeah, it's pretty new, actually. Is it? Okay. Yeah. I mean, for, you know, for, I guess for a while in, like, 
you know, what is, what is time, really? But <laughs> well, I'm just curious, have you always played Gretches, or is this your first one? Or This, this was my first, and, you know, I just like the way it looks. Hmm. And I see a lot of people playing this guitar, and uh, it doesn't matter to me. I like it. I like the way it looks. Mm-hmm. And... You know, I've got my Fender FM65 back there, too. Mm -hmm. I like the way that looks. I like the way it sounds. Okay. I like the way you guys, and I like the way you look, Scott. <laughs> and I'm glad, oh. glad to be here with all of you on this beautiful Thursday night in downtown Royal Oak, Michigan. All right. So it looks like we got some time here uh, still to go. How many more do you have? We got one more song, Scott. Oh, well, that's going to be... Is there any way you can do at least a couple? Because we, we do have some time to fill here. Uh, I, I guess you could play a, a few solo songs. I think we just got one more. Yeah, that's, that's, that's our whole set, yeah. Well, we need to, like, we got about at least 12 more minutes to go, so. Well, why don't we play this song and see how it goes, and then we'll wrap it up. Well, again, we, we try to, we need to get it to, like, the whole hour filled up. So. Okay, we'll, we'll well, we'll see. Why don't we play this? We can at least play one more song, that's for sure, right? Well, yeah, definitely, but um, we've got to think of maybe something else to talk about. I don't know if you come up with your own ideas on your end. Oh, sure. We yeah, can, let's, we can. let's rock this last song, and then we'll, we'll go from there. Yeah. All right, we'll so. We'll okay, well, tell, tell us a you little know, bit I mean, about the song you're about to play, then. Well, I will, t I will tell you a little bit about the song that I'm about to play. <laughs> You know, the very first the very first show I ever played in Detroit was acoustic. It was I was by myself. Mm -hmm. You know, you booked it. Okay. It was at uh, what's that restaurant? It was for the, I think the Hamtramck Music Festival. Correct. Uh, I played with uh, was it the the Gatorade Boys that are uh, really Bre from Brenda. Do you know that band Brenda? And mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I guess is their side project and and uh, Elrad and they were all really great. Okay, you said it was a restaurant? Yeah, it was like a downstairs restaurant. That would be the Polish Village Cafe. That's it, the Polish Village Cafe. What a great place. So if you really want true, authentic Polish food, that is the place to go. I oh, mean, yeah. that's the place where Grandma is in the kitchen making that kind of food. And oh, you can yeah. hear them speaking in Polish and, you know, all that stuff. I and. It's like one of those places that I'm sure was, I mean, it was a house at one time. I definitely, I saw grandma there and, and grandma served me some real cheap drinks too. It was a great, it's a great place. And mm -hmm. I think a, a whiskey, I was, you know, coming from LA, I was expecting to pay like 12. I was like, all right, I'll bite the bullet and buy like a whiskey and soda here. It's going to be like 12. I was like, oh, it was like two bucks, right? It was like maybe, maybe like three or f something, but I was like, wow, I can. Yeah. For the price of one drink in L.A., I can have a whole night at this place. So you should, defi <laughs> should definitely check out the Polish. I could village. imagine, like, just for a beer, like in a good bar in uh, California, how does that, how much does that run? Oh, geez. Well, you never know. <laughs> they could charge anything. A, a good <laughs> for a good bar or for a good bar, you're gonna have to mortgage your house. For, <laughs> for, for yeah, a I've, gone, I've gone out to like nice places and got paid ten bucks for a beer. Yeah, and we're just talking like a Budweiser or something. We're not uh, talking about... No, Budweiser's probably a little less. But, I mean, like, I don't, I don't know. I, 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 I guess they're like 10 to 12 bucks for, like, a nice beer there. Mm, okay. It's definitely more expensive than here. Because, yeah, here I'll, I'll, we'll go out sometimes, like, uh, all night and then 
buy drinks and buy some drinks for friends and stuff. And at the end of the night, it's like 40 bucks. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, th- there's a huge difference. I know um, where you guys came from, you'd, you'd have to make like four times what you do here just to live the same. Yeah. You, you agree? Oh, yeah. You know, like, uh, like just say you make 30000 a year here. You'd have to make 100000 a year there to live exactly the same. I mean, I'm thinking, like, did you live in an apartment or a house? I, li- I, I lived in a studio apartment with some cats and a baby and all, all kinds of a stuff. A baby? Yeah, all kinds of stuff crammed in there. That, that was, that's why I left, because there was a baby in the mix. And oh, it wasn't yours. Oh, it was mine, yeah. It was, oh, okay. It was, it was my personal roommate. <laughs> ah. No, it was, it was my daughter, and that's why I had to stop, like, sleeping in, on couches and in cars and... Oh, I see go. what you mean. You had to move to a better place, yeah, that, a bigger place because of it. It almost sounded like you left the baby. Oh, oh no. <laughs> well, so, she, she's still there. It's definitely a lot cheaper without the baby out here. <laughs> no, no, we all, I brought the baby too. We're all here. How old is she now? She's four now. Oh, okay. Four years all old. right. So this wasn't that long ago. Okay. Yeah, pretty, pretty recently we moved out here, I guess. Does she like to, uh, your music? Does she like to listen to you when you play or? Uh, so, she doesn't no. like it when we play the music. Anymore. Yeah, she doesn't really, especially. Well, she she, lo- she likes to play drums a little bit, but she hates any speakers, so oh, okay. we can't. If there's a speaker involved, she won't. Okay, so to, or any kind of electronic equipment. I'm sure she'll grow out of it, and maybe she'll grow up to be on an 11 mile session one day. You know, that's exa- that's possible if I'm still alive and kicking, or maybe somebody can succeed me. Whatever. Um, I know it can go either way. Sometimes, you know, you you don't like what your parents do, and then all of a sudden you wake up one day and you grow up and you're doing the same thing they did. Yeah. You know, like you said, she she may hate music until she's like a teenager, and all of a sudden something happens and she loves it. Yeah. You know, so you you plan on um, encouraging her to play anything? Oh, know? sure. That's that's the dream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. She, she plays a little bit of drums. She's just got a, a little drum set, just a three-peat, like the kind with like a little kick and pieces attached to it. So she likes doing that? Oh, sure. Okay. She's not, she doesn't like when I do it. Ah. She likes to do it. I see. So she's going to be the leader of the band when she grows up. Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> she's going to be like Lumen. She's going to be playing the drums and kicking ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe you can like encourage her and teach her. Yeah, that'd be an idea. Then a few years from now, you know, she can play with you in your band. Okay. All right. So, um, all right, let's do another song and let's see what we can do. Okay. And well, anyway, like I was, oh yeah, like I was saying, I was, uh, I played that show at the Polish Village mm-hmm. Cafe and it went pretty good. I thought, I was like, wow, for a first show out here, this is a great start. Mm-hmm. But I heard this and there are a lot of people and they all see it like, very encouraging, but I heard somebody say like, Boy, if he plays one more sad song, I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> so, so you know, that got me that got me to thinking, and you know, I was I started driving around, you know, I went I was by myself mm-hmm. in, in the middle of the night in Michigan where I didn't even know anywhere, and I just drove, mm-hmm. and I kept, uh, and you know, I kept seeing these signs for uh, for Jumana, and 
And, you know, Jumana was watching me the whole night. And it was like, you know. Oh, felt, on the billboard? Yeah, I was all by myself. And I felt like I was by myself in the world. And But I kept seeing Jumana looking down at me. And, <laughs> you know, I didn't feel quite so alone. And I was like, you know what I should write that's not, hopefully not a sad song that'll make people want to kill themselves. Is I should write a love song for this beautiful lady, Jumana, up on the billboard. I don't know what she does. I know she watches over me. And that's what. I wrote a song about it, sir, and this song is called Jumana. All right, once again, Galaxy Coney Island. All right.
Well, I think we're going to do things a little differently. I think that works out perfectly. Uh, we're going to sign off right now. Matt, Sean, Lumen, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so Thanks much for having for us. Uh, Thank you for having Thank us. You. Thank you so much for coming down. And once again, everyone, Galaxy Coney Island. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you. you.